Okay, so today we're going to do the Vad. Firstly, for the Lilu Nishmas, all the Shamas HaKadoshim that were massacred in Eretz Yisrael. For the Shavuyim, for the captives, for the people that are, lives are in danger, those that are working in the army that are trying to protect Klal Yisrael. All the Yeshuas from the Tzarot that's going on right now, and the Zechus of the Limurat Torah, Be'ezat Hashem, Hashem Shev Rachmonis on Klal Yisrael, and protect everybody, Be'ezat Hashem. I know it's a subject that we should probably talk about this whole situation. Many people are confused. In the dark of Shemayim, <clears throat> many people can't understand how it could happen on Sibchat Torah. Others want to know what's the message and how to respond and what to do, you know. There's a lot that has to be spoken about. I don't want to talk about it now because it's something that needs thought. It needs processing. We don't just jump into doing things, you know, spontaneous in such a magnitude of a tragedy, you understand? So just we'll give time to it for sure. And of course, we have to be mishtatif b'tza'aran shal Yisrael, that's pashat. And we have to know how to do that, you know. You know, it's not sufficient to just say Tehillim after davening. You know, you read off a pedic in Tehillim, etc., etc. This also needs to be spoken about more at length, how to make an avoid of Mishnah of Pitzar and Shalacherim, how to understand the Karech of Tefillah and the Karech of Tehillim and all the different things, which hopefully today or tomorrow... I will try to make a presentation for the boys. Many, many people reached out to me. A lot of guys are suffering and that's the soul. The anxiety level is very high. Should we come back? Should we not come back? You know, Americans are also not used to this, uh, sirens and stuff like that, you know? So all the people that are traveling for Yontiv, how do I get back? And it's, you know, not a simple situation. We'll have some derech and avoida and some clarity to be able to mechazik and to do something important, okay? But for today, we're going to go back into our series that we've been working <clears throat> because a person has to work on himself. That's what we came to this world for, to work on ourselves. So we were in the middle of Madrega Sa'odom and uh, we were doing the topic of Birur Hamidot. We finished Perak Aleph in the beginning of Benazmanim. And now we're going to start Perak Bet. Okay? So the Gemara says a story about a ger person who was a guy came, he wanted, he requested to become a ger. Interesting request. We have to know what it means, there's obviously something that, 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 that he meant in that request of regalach, which we'll see as we learn And Beishamai chased him away with this 
tool called the Amas Abinyan, where it measures Amot for the builder, which is very interesting why the Gemara has to tell us exactly how he chased him away. Why is that important? Okay, all this is going to come out. V'yitochen, she'omaloi b'zeh, Ashakobinyin kotnoi god tsarchli banot apit tochnit umida meduyakas. If you want to build something, whether it's a small building or a large building, anything you want to build, even if you want to build a bookcase, it doesn't make a difference what it is. Everything needs to have a tochnit, it has to have a measuring stick, you have to make sure things are leveled. It's not simple. You just one day have a great desire and excitement to do something, and then you just start doing it. You have to think it out, and you have to prepare, and you need the necessary tools and the necessary equipment and the strategy of what you're going to do. Right? You don't just build the building. So he says. Therefore, by Torah, you want to learn Torah al regal achas? Without the proper preparation that's required to be able to take on this unbelievable binyan that you want to build. He went to Beis Hillel and Hillel said to him like this, what you don't like people to do to you, don't do to your friends. That's what he told him. The rest of the Torah is a pirush on this cloud, and, and you learn the rest. But this is the cloud that it stands on. Okay? Obviously, there's a lot to. Every Chazal needs big work to really understand. Chazal say things in such short words, but there's so much deep things involved there. Firstly, he told him, Madesoniloch, that's really a posseg, Ve'aftlerecha kamoicha. So why don't you just tell him, Ve'aftlerecha kamoicha, is a klagodl batayra. Why do you tell him, Madesoniloch, what you don't like, don't do to others. We have to understand that. And what does it mean that this is a cloud that everything else is a pirush? You know? This is a dangerous, if you don't understand this chazal, you can get the wrong message. You can say, the ikah is to be a nice guy. As long as you're a nice guy, that's the ikah. Everything else is pirushim, you know? Do you learn every pirush on the Gemara you learn? You have to go to every single pshat, you know? So, we have to understand the oimek of chazal. Chazal is very deep. Let's see how the altar works it, and then we'll bring other marmikaimers, and we'll learn the sugya like a mensch. Say that. Okay, so now. Good. Now, let's begin. Omnum. Im nisboinen b'maus ha-toyro nimsa Ki ika mahuso biramidis. It's like a big cloud here at the altar. If you want to know what's the mahus, what's the neshama, what's the heartbeat of Torah, 
It's Birur Hamidus. Beharayah. Bring your proof. Ki be'el cheshu'alu ha'malochim. When the angels asked, Tino ho'idich ala shamayim. Meaning, what are you giving the Torah to a human being for? Just stay in heaven. Onolahem Moshe Rabbeinu. Hashem told him to answer back. He said, Klum Do you people have jealousy? You have evil inclinations. Right? So he's saying that the tachlis of the Torah is what? To deal with Kinnah. To deal with Yetzirah. To deal with the bad meters. That's the purpose of the Torah. Now, the Loshan that the Malachim said is, Tenu The covered Shemayim is if the Torah is understood and interpreted in the messages that pertains to angels. You understand? It's not like the challenge that the Torah says, don't have kinna, so uh, you angels don't have kinna, so the Torah is not for you. The Torah is shameless of HaKadosh Baruch and the Torah can be understood in very nageya to what Malachim need to learn in the Torah and see in the Torah. Right? And they're tiny. That L'Chayr, it's a bigger covet Shemayim. If Torah is studied by angels, but if you're going to bring the Torah downstairs, and it's going to have to be, the words are going to have to be written in the Mahadura that's Nageya to Olam Haza. And you're giving human beings Bechira to choose either to listen or not to listen. And you have to tell them that if they don't listen, they're going to get punished because they have a tzad not to listen. So they have to be threatened to behave. That's a chil Hashem There's that Kodesh Baruch Hu's words. There's no put stodim about it. You understand? If you tell a bocher, I want you to do X, Y, and Z because I think that's best for you and I'm your Rebbe and this is what I'm telling you, right? So you hope that the guy would listen to you because if he respects you and he respects your word and he, he, he values what you say, he'll do it, right? But if you have to tell the bocher, if you don't listen, I'm going to throw you out of yeshiva. That means maybe a soidai, the guy doesn't want to listen to what you have to say. He has to be threatened not to listen. To listen. It's a chil the covet of the Rebbe, right? There's to threaten people. Father has to threaten his child. It's to punish him. It's a very bidiyavid way that you want to have to do it, right? So, why are we bringing the terror down to the world? And Moshe Rabbeinu said, Klumesh kina. What does that mean? That means Moshe Rabbeinu says, to take a person who has kina, who has Yitzhahara, and to elevate him, and to develop him into something that's more angelic than human, that's the biggest kvot shemayim. But we have to go through this process. Meaning, what is Torah is not a book. You have to chap the oimik, just before we even see what the Alpha says. Torah is not a book. You read it, and it tells you what to do, and you follow the rules, and if not, you'll get punished. That's not what Torah is. Bechlal. He's saying it himself, Bir Amidus, but I'll explain a little bit. The Torah is supposed to transform a human being. 
that his natural way of behavior and instincts and his philosophies, his psychology, the way he thinks, the way he feels, the way he responds, the way he does things, has to have a very, it's a Torah way of approaching life. It's to develop his Tzalem to shine out from the person. It's to create a new guy. A per, different kind of person. Now to do that is a process. And people don't like to do this process. But this is the process. There's little might you have to first learn. Learn is a whole thing in itself. Lahavin, Lahaskil, Lashmoa, Lilmoit, that's all part of Limut. It's a major amount that you have to put in to learn. Then you have to be Malamid. Because you're still lacking, lacking clarity until you give it over. So now you have to get complete clarity. And then it's Lishmar, right? Lilmoit, Lalamid, Lishmar. Lishmar doesn't mean to keep it because then it's Lasas. The next thing is to do it. Lishmar means it has to be shamur in you. It has to be um, part of you. You have to have it. You have to review it constantly. It has to be like instant recall. You know that you could call it when you need it. It's there. It's part of you. It's a shmira by you, right? So that's another darga. Lumoid, lamed, lishmoid. Then you can be lasas because the asiya is a produced by your learning. It's like a pre, it's like a fruit that came from a root. It's not just um, external behaviors. That's really what the Torah wants from us, which he's calling biramidis, which we'll talk more about. But the point is it has to produce human beings. So Moshe Rabbeinu says that the ikr of the Torah to produce a human being that has tzalem aleikim and is neshama, should shine through him, and his body should only serve as a levush. That the levush and the levush nefesh that help express the neshama in this world, that can only be done through the means of Torah. That's a bigger kiddush Hashem. But you see, it's not a simple thing, Tyre. Got it? It's an unbelievable thing that Hashem gave us, a power that Hashem gave us, and we have to. We have a responsibility. To do that. People say, what should I do? I have this tendency, I have that, I have this, I you're right. You do have that. But Hashem gave you mahalach. And if you don't put the work, it's not going to happen. Got it? Okay. Now he says, Hashem said, The real title of Adam is the person who is Surat Haruchanit defines who he is. Which means, there's a concept called Choymer and Surah. Choymer is material. Right? So this is material. You have wood here. You have metal. It's a material. But the carpenter went and he gave it a definition. He gave it a use. Defines it, right? That's called Surah. The tzura of this choymer is a shulchan, is a table, and it has a purpose, right? So a human being is made out of a lot of material. But the tzura Adam, what defines him, definition of the man, is if he has his tzura ruchanit, is what you see, 
and you see only the rest of the body as materials of the Tzura Ruchnas. Got it? That's what the Torah... And you can only achieve that with Torah. You can't achieve development of a human without Torah. Now you have to go over and over because it's a very hard pill to accept and the world seems to say differently. You cannot develop the Tzuras HaOdom without Limud HaTorah. Obviously the right way of learning. Good? Meaning, Torah, two things we're learning from it. Torah is not only something of the mind and mitzvahs are not something only of the body. The Torah begins from the mind and it connects itself to the body and the manifestation of the Torah comes out in the mitzvahs in the body. You got it? It's a connection. It's a process. Okay? And that can only be done through learning in the right way. So now he says, Ki amidas haroyesh boy al yodom mesmayet ishiyut aruchniyut. Very interesting loss. Through the Midas Royas that we have, it memayet, it makes less, ishiutoharuchniyut. His personality, his spiritual personality. It means you're a different guy. You're not your real self. You know, certain people are born with personalities that if they would be in the right environments, they would flourish, right? And they would grow and their personality would come out of them, right? Once they're in an environment that's very hostile, uh, they're trauma, they're not, they're bullied, they're not, you know, and therefore they lose their confidence and they lose, you know, all this kind of stuff, right? So then their personality is bottled up with inside of them. And the way they behave in a day-to-day life, it's not really them. They're like a changed person, right? They're not really acting themselves. They don't feel themselves, you know, that's a very big thing. Sometimes people are scared of other people, or they don't have confidence, and they have to always behave the way other people want them, right? So they're not, they're behaving, but they're not behaving themselves, you know? And therefore they don't feel good about themselves because they're not behaving themselves, right? So the, the real self, your real personality, is your spiritual personality. That's your real personality in conjunction and in connection with your materialistic personality. He'll live through that together. He'll develop the real you, you know. But if a person's spiritual personality is, is you know, in gullus, can't express itself, and the Yetzirah took over his personality, and the Yetzirah is making him live a certain way, so then he, these Midas Roy is, is a fake personality. And it's not the real person. That's the lotion that he's using here. This is a very true point. Okay? So he says, what time did we stop? We have, how long we go? 20 minutes so far. 20 minutes? Okay, a couple more minutes. Okay? We'll stop in a minute. Okay? So he says, now he is going to start a new subject, that's why I want to stop here for today. But basically he's going to start explaining to us a lot about Midas. That's what we're going to start getting into the meat and potatoes here. Learning a lot about Midas, but what he's going to teach us is that Midas, you can't call them bad or good. It's how they're used, to the degree that they're used, 
in the places that they used, right? So he's going to define a little bit how to work with Midas, which we'll get to in the next Vat Bezat Hashem. Okay, we'll stop it.